I'm gonna have to run Doom 4 again. Yeah. They hear nothing at all. <laughs> Hello? Okay, I can hear. I I hear myself. I hear myself. Oh, wait. Hello, hello. 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 There we go. Wow. Hello. Track three. Track three. Track three. Track three. Track three. Track three. Track two. Track three. Track three. Track four. Track four. It's track four. Track three. Because English is this way. I see. That's criminal. Oh, yeah. All right. Wow, that's so much better. Very bright. I don't know if I need the headphones on, you know? I feel like I do right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Where are we? I mean, in principle, you're you're in the same place. Headphones on or off, you know. That's true. You're still there. Of course you are. But there's a different type of sense of attention. All you hear is the voice. Yeah, I you can know? see that. All right, so uh, we need to make a, a film. I guess uh, you write a sort of love letter or a letter to anybody or anybody you put in the form of a video and by sheer virtue of production value you capture people's attention <laughs> and creativity originality of course so it's like it's one tourism board talking to the other tourism board N not necessarily I mean or you, you could also like make a letter to Joe Rogan you know mm. in video form but a lot of people do that for him I would go a little bit smaller scale yeah, you're right. Too much fan mail. Yeah, or just, I mean, go for someone with whom you really want to hang out. Catch their attention with a... Oh, I'm so I made this video. <laughs> or, I don't know. It, or it's such a... Like, that... The life of a filmmaker is a life of proactivity. Yeah, isn't that true? It's a complete turn from... Where... You know, I grew up, it's like, things are given to you. Those are the things that happen, you know? And um, so it's like, no, you find the things. That's a good point, man. And I think it's important to remember it, that to learn filmmaking is also to learn proactivity. It's to learn, like, discomfort, constant <laughs> discomfort. It's to learn... Um, getting in people's space <laughs> and having sure. to be comfortable about like being like intrusive to other people in some way because you sort of know that you do it out of love. Exactly, and uh, <laughs> I'm sure that you can get shots if you're using the mirror technique, but I don't know if you'll be getting you know better or I don't know if you'll be getting any interesting, like captivating shots. So, when you refer to the technique, how do you break it down? <laughs> I love, I love it. It's a. I'm gonna remember it as this, this way. 
Like, I'm going to call it that in my head. Because it's uh, where I am now. I am seeing something worthy of capturing. So I'm going to capture it from my seat. I will not move my step. <laughs> <laughs> I, I may move a little bit here or there. I will not make dramatic moves. I will lie down rather than stand up. You know, like, there are shots of it. It's like, you know, it's just like she's lying down and she's completely relaxed on the couch <laughs> because she's taking the shot, of course. It's, for it to, it's to take the shot. It is worth the effort of being but in oh, the discomfort. But worth the effort of only... Only... Only only pulling the camera up is th worth the effort. Exactly. And a lot of it is because it is the professional responsibility I said <laughs> I do. Possibly that too. Yeah, I, I'm sure that there comes some... It's a mixture of everything. Of course it's a mixture, right? <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, it's... Uh, you have to move. You have to get it up. And uh, she showed me... Uh, um, the rower, the Olympic rower that we met today, mm -hmm. which was really cool. I've never met an Olympian, man. Yeah, that was cool, huh? A real Olympian. <laughs> like, uh. it's, of course, it, it, I mean, it's rowing, okay? But still. Yeah. That's still, she, like, signed a contract saying, you're going to be a professional athlete. You're going to be working out for the rest of your life. Or at least for the next couple of years. Exactly. In a woman's sport team, sports yeah. team. Like, you like, that's commitment, man. You just realize that. You know, in a circles ago, there's a whole circle of people. Like, she knows a bunch of Olympians. Yeah, who know yeah, all exactly, a bunch of Olympians. Exactly. And from one and person, she, and she did all of them. Yeah, like, when people say, uh, did you go to Tomorrowland or something? Or, or like, have you been to Joshua Tree? It's like, it's going to be like... Are you an Olympian? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm an Olympian. Oh, yeah, I did... Um, yeah, I did Japan and uh, Athens. What could we compete in in the Olympics? Man, I've thought of this. <laughs> <laughs> what can we compete in? Like, it's very difficult, man. Po uh, yeah, but there has to be. A there has to be. I mean, listen. Should yeah. we do like jujitsu or something or taekwondo? Mm, or mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's rock climbing. Like firstly, representing Jordan. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but no, that's the thing. That's, okay, that's such that a great opportunity. There are some like sports what that Jordan doesn't do. <laughs> what, like what the the Olympic uh, skiing team did. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. What if you just write that story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you write that story and make it a book and then start sharing it with people. Okay, so why not? Maybe we just need to get a broader understanding of Olympic disciplines, and then figure out which ones Jordan is not doing, and then just <laughs> train, <laughs> like just film the whole process as like as an experiment. <laughs> we're gonna go like we're gonna go compete in the Olympics. <laughs> That's kind of a fun story to follow. And you're living in Jordan, like expenses. You know, they're not that much. Like Jordanians, uh, uh, the whole idea of being the first Jordanians to do X, Y, Z is like, there are so <laughs> many. Wouldn't, be th wouldn't that be such things. a cool thing for you, man? Like, uh, I was the first Jordanian to do this. I was the first like Jordanian <laughs> to do that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and become a national hero. Exactly. <laughs> and you go around talking to school. Fuck you. First Jordanian to do this. Fuck you. We don't have an inter. Inter, we don't have 
and then you like commission billboards of you so that you really give yourself like an graphic <laughs> exactly. status. You have to you do, do those things, of course. Like if you're gonna like, let's say hypothetically, you were playing the game of trying to acquire the maximum status. A lot of it would be just presenting yourself in a very careful way that the whole country is com like. It's just about effort, you know. <laughs> if we chose to dedicate the effort in that pursuit, I'm sure we would <laughs> achieve something. We would achieve. So I was about to say that, you know. <laughs> You get on, you get on Ru'ya and like the television in Urduni, like the Jordanian te national television. Uh, we have today, our friend, the Robert Albahu, yeah, you have to speak in English. But they're, they're, you know, they're proud. They're proud of you because they have to be proud of you. You've made media. They have to care about you. To be honest, I could. Uh, I think I could. Or speak. Sorry, speak in the Arabic that you speak in. I think I would explain to people, and sort of say, look, you know. Um. Most people in Jordan grow up with only Arabic around them. The truth is, I grew up in a Jordan with no Arabic around. Yeah, that's very, that's so sincere. And although I grew up in Jordan, in many ways, I didn't grow up in Jordan. But I am Jordanian. I grew up in Jordan. Mm. I'm here. I know the country very well. Exactly. I know it better than many people. Exactly. I've seen many more corners of Jordan than most people have ever seen. Yeah, exactly. I can s I can s I've spoken about Jordan to m in a f positive way to more people than. 99.99% of Jordanians ever will. You have an understanding of, of the types of lives other people have lived as well because you've listened to them, truly. And I think there's much more I can learn because I definitely oh, have also a very limited perspective of Jordan. You know, I know it well, but I don't know it very well. There's yeah. a lot more to learn. That's why that... Oh, man, we didn't talk about this. The, the idea of... Um, Going on a food tour, like that's the one thing that will unite everybody, and like there won't be any kind of argument about why you chose that. You mean if it was with Adil as well? If, if it was, if no, if if oh, that would be a great idea though. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't want to do it, where did we decide to go? South Africa, yeah, come so to Jordan. Ideas. But anyways, um, no, no, with the the king. <laughs> like, um, the idea of touring with him and then uh, it revolving the whole thing around food that's the one thing that you know really Jordan can offer yeah and with, I yeah. wonder if you could have um, very interestingly chosen people oh, to sit and have one-on-one -on -one, um, meals with the king exactly but uh, you know, wouldn't that be a really sweet thing <laughs> for the king to present to the world like one-on-one -on -one conversations with really interesting outgoing curious people of the kingdom and uh, yeah and Kind of we we would have to organize that, right? Of course, but it would take you know take good. You want to know, you know. Ah. but the point the point w of all of this was taking a food tour around Jordan. Your mind will be blown, man. Not in the sense of like you're gonna see dragon fruit in your food. The, the idea that I never knew this was <laughs> things that we do taste really good. I really feel like. I'm torn down the middle of does, is it about telling the story of Jordan to itself, or is it about telling the story of Jordan to the outside? What? And 
I, I somehow feel like maybe me personally, I'm most qualified to tell it to the outside, mm-hmm. right? The way I speak, I don't speak the Jordan language. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I, I may speak Arabic, I don't speak it the way to to be able to have a way with words with it, you know? Mm-hmm. In English, I have a way with words. But that's a, such an important role, you know? It's so different. Yeah. I had a thought just a couple of minutes ago. It was a thought that simply went, if you learn the skill of creativity, there are infinite directions in which you can take it. Mm. We talk about all of our ideas and we sort of laugh about it. And a lot of the comedy has to do with there is a an intrinsic sense of this is a very realizable truth. <laughs> we can make it happen if we chose to dedicate the effort to make it happen. It can happen, you know? Of course <laughs> it can. And it's, like it's, it's almost stifling. You know? That's that's kind of funny. Yeah, that would be know. really funny. Get put two months of my life to do something like that. It'd be funny. <laughs> Why not? Why not just go do things that are funny <laughs> at a large scale? Listen, man, I, I need maybe just a couple of years and then I can do this. You know, it's like, well, that's I say that because of just my skill. I just want to practice more. Not two years, but the only thing that's that, uh, stopping me from from doing that is just uh, fear of like, oh, what if it doesn't happen? The only thing I can say is the variable that is important is proactivity. <laughs> if you focus on that one, you'll succeed. Mm. Are you saying in general? Yes. But I mean in filmmaking and in your position specifically mm. as well. If you treated your coming into filmmakerhood like Rocky treats a montage you know in the sense that you decide to put a degree of proactivity that that um, you find at first totally um, outside of your normal this is how I so I would express myself but it's a proactivity that comes from the specific sense that if I develop myself and train myself, I'll be able to add great value to myself and to the people around me and hopefully to even more people. Great simple perspective value. That it's to say that you have a muscle that needs training and can train fast. To be honest, man, I'm a fucking amateur in when it comes to actually that muscle. I'm a skilled filmmaker at performing a job to make other people happy and having some fun with it as well. But I have no experience with the real muscle. So I'm very attracted to all these possibilities of just doing something where you're you, you know? Mm. With the film guys, I'm sure I would still do it with the film guys, but I'm working for a school. Who I am is sort of irrelevant, you know? But I kind of like the idea of the project being let's say it was the project I was doing it would be my thing that the viewer would understand to associate it to the people who make it like and know about these people mm. that would be incredible man 
we will have to reach that point where I come into a room and I'm ready to watch an hour and a half of what Rob made. Yeah, that'd be fun. For example, you know, half an hour, whatever it is, but like, I I did something, you know? Mm. Watch it, please. Or please, you're you're welcome, you know? Enter into my world. Like, the world that we live in is the world of me and Rob. And and then the world of Rob, and me, like Rob and Sohaib. It's a shared experience, but the experience that you give is is an experience that's curated yourself. It's a show. Look at me. I'm, let me be Sohaib here. Like, mm. and you're just watching. Mm. With uh, curiosity and interest. Because uh, there is... There's some, there's something to see. <laughs> there's something to learn. And I totally see it. Yeah. Man, I got the filmmaker. There was just the thing that stops me from moving is just the fact of so many possibilities. You could, like, at any given moment, I'm like a a dog who's so excited that he doesn't move in any direction. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's the physical <laughs> manifestation of like you have to stop because you can't go where would it wow go? man that's really crazy and uh, yeah that's it that's it and then of course because you're immobile then sometimes the desire to move does lessens because you sort of forget why you wanted to move and then sometimes oh shit man fuck, ideas 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 they start running at you again mm. and then you think wait a minute a lot of the time, the only reason they're running is because I'm sort of deliberately entering the thought space to to, to explore them. Mm. And that's often the conversation thought space. The, the Just the fact that you've got two people sitting together, there's a commitment to to express thoughts because it's, it's pretty cool to express thoughts and know that they, um, they're so real that the other person can think them as you've expressed mm. them. That you can first draft your thought through words and that in real time receive it on the other side language man <laughs> because you want it to be understood just in general that's like the power that what speaking is as a whole idea mm. that i'm speaking here in first draft straight out of my brain the words are coming out to try and express thoughts i don't even know where the words are coming from really you know but you hear every word and you would receive the meaning exactly as the word has been said that makes language a very trippy idea. Of course, um, you have to be in a position where you want to understand the other person. And if you have a good understanding of each other, it's easier. But language can be very, very powerful. Of course. <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to wrap my head around it. It's the ultimate power, man. Language. Here I am, not knowing where th the words came from. Speaking to you in first draft as and receiving feedback immediately. <laughs> That's what I understood. And it's totally it's true, man. It's, it's the kind of a trip. Like, man, how the hell are we speaking? I don't understand. I know. Where thought comes from, basically, or where <laughs> the translation of thought into words is. That mechanism, how does it, how does it happen? The translation of stimulus, uh, input. Uh, response, uh, the whole coordinated n neural system that that 
that produces a reaction that subsequently produces speech that subsequently produces it in instant time with no delay <laughs> with virtually no delay and then conjures it into words the most reliable phone call is face to face yeah <laughs> it's true and even then and even then well at the same time something tells me <laughs> the phone call the humble phone call isn't too bad either you know there's a there's a thing about like for example my uh, my parents especially when I'm around but each other's physical presence have a tendency to bicker and argue mm. but when they're um, when my dad was far away when he was flying whenever they'd be on the phone or my mom is in Holland they talk a lot over the phone mm. and they just there's a and they they're attentive because my dad is on the phone you know talking to her rather and so somehow um th like the the humble phone has a has use if if used carefully and in certain circumstances the phone in yeah it it still remains to be endearing still um and you still want to talk with some people it's much nicer to be in person yeah for sure like I am um, I really I've never done well talking over the phone with her just uh it doesn't work well for me I don't know it's not we don't have um so many shared interests that get us to the point where we want to talk about them mm -hmm. but um in the same physical space we always have something to talk about there's always something to talk about. And we never, we never, and if we don't have something to talk about, we exist in total silence and we're very comfortable. That's really cool, man. Sometimes we'll go for like a one and a half hour walk together and not exchange a word. <laughs> That's so cool. I love that. Uh, yeah, I know this, man. I think I will look back at this, these times as uh, the way I see older people who are friends look at each other. There's this deep, you know, like understanding that there's there are shared experiences that many shared experiences that have been shared with these people in true you know um genuine form it must almost must hurt as much as possible to that you know imagine looking back with that sort of that love in your heart of knowing like man those days i mean yes but as i mean i see it i see that memory of them being together I'm not, I'm not sure necessarily if they were not together in the same space looking at each other, you know? Mm. I can see that. But uh, cherished, of course. At least for me, this is, at least right now, if I look back at my life, I say yes. I've reached a level that I did not think I ever would ever reach. Mm. <laughs> Mind-blowing, huh?
What do you mean? What do you mean by a level? Like, how does it look in your mind? The expansion. That's like of thinking, of thought, of uh, no, of being. Oh yeah, I see what you're saying, and especially to realize that you're sort of as I am, as am I, kind of at the at the ground floor of <laughs> possible experience. Yeah, man. Like, and I'm really I'm happy we're honest about this because it's like all you've done is done it. If you clip the mouse more than me, yes, but also. In many cases, right? Like we can, but we have some such a large trajectory. <laughs> Man, there's so much. There's so much. There's so much, and none of it has to be like a, a skyrocket to success. I mean, you know, it's just uh, for uh, for you and me, it would be about like the immediate kind of moments of holy shit, <laughs> fucking fascinating. Like you know, being in a space where you're like catching something, capturing something, or be like learning something or experiencing something. Seeing a polar bear. I mean, like you and I, we just drive around in the city. You you just see a guy sitting on a bench, and both of you and I have the same reaction. We're like, fuck, man, what has that guy lived? What has been his experience? You know, his thoughts. What the fuck? Like you just realize the gravity of like how each person is a total, you know, the total sum of all of their experience and thoughts, all of it. And a lot of people are ramblers, but some people have something, man. There's so much. I guess the ramblers have to be there to be able to discern. I think what helps is, look, you can only really experience one life, one moment at a time, right? Mm -hmm. So I do 50 things. You know what I'm saying? Like, why not focus your attention on, on one thing? Imagine that your attention as you work is dedicated purely on one thing. And therefore, you're in it when you are it. And it, you, you, you live it. I kind of felt that in uh, at the restaurant <laughs> and here sometimes, like produ production days in general. Mm. They live in, they exist in their own world. Yeah, 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 I see what you're saying. It's just you don't <laughs> like I'm gonna do my production from three to seven, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm gonna do my journaling. <laughs> no, this is the thing you're doing. <laughs> like, there's nothing else to it. This is it. It's singular. And there's a, isn't there some kind of draw to that singularity? Yeah. Open your eyes. That's why I was sort of encouraging, maybe kind of dreaming alongside you about the idea of um, almost festing, uh, developing a fest method of filmmaking that, that, mm. that produces constantly. You know, because in the end, most people don't produce that much, you know, <laughs> can't you, but could you produce constantly without necessarily adding workload or stress, you know, by somehow getting something off your plate before it's even on it, but <laughs> your mind is always clear for the next project <laughs> that you never have a book that you're currently working on so that you can't read the next book. Yeah, that's true. That you can say yes to experience at any moment. And then just by developing a format, everybody of wishes that. Everybody says, I wish I could do this forever. I wish... Well, you can't. If you but then you will find purpose. You don't have to do it daily, man. Like, you fest yourself one day filming, one day editing. At the beginning of every week, you get five days to do whatever the hell you want. And you would be turning out a video every week. And nobody has to know you do it in two days. You just delay them when they come out. Yeah, man. I'm just, like, wondering. Like, some, some days I'll just wake up and... I'll have like 
two hours of filming that I need to do, for example, or two hours of things that I need to do. I have still six hours of my legal, you know, allowance to do whatever I want, to go into someone's room and say, hey, how's it going? And I, st I have the camera so they know I'm filming. <laughs> what as are you long doing as you today? Have the camera with you, nobody can tell you anything. What are you doing hanging today? Hanging out is part of your job. I'm working on a project, uh, on a on a gathering, for one of my students, because he's leaving, and I really want. I'm really gonna miss him. So me and my all my students have been organizing this huge party for the whole school, but don't tell anybody. And then I go, okay, <laughs> that's really cool. You start talking about it and see what. Why they care about it, blah, blah, blah. Three months later, you're there because you're filming it. Mm. But only if the community allows that. Yeah, of course they'll allow it. I mean, what about the idea that you wake up on a Tuesday that doesn't have a specific assignment with the specific set that you are going to have something completed by the end of the day? Yeah, yeah, that but you also. didn't have when you woke up. But also with that in, in, uh, in mind as well, which I did not mention. It's af after you do all of that, <laughs> so you got you've gathered a long-term story, for example, and which has like, is it, and when you ha film something for a long time, it's like wow, oh my god. But anyways, oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Long, you have you have that because that's another way of being singularly focused. Yeah, yeah, one long production. For yeah, many months. I mean, if you have thirty, f if you've done thirty films a day about your day or about anything. You will find trends, as you said. Mm. You will find that this guy, he never wears a tie. And he always talks about it or something like that, you know. You make a story about this guy. Yeah, man, why not? You just make a story just by pointing your camera at it. It doesn't even have to be that interesting. <laughs> just about how you tell it. And then you just, school meeting. That's it. Everybody feels great. Like, let's say you have a kid who just walks around and has, like, poise about him. You know, just like a, a, yeah, kid, yeah, exactly. a kid who's just smiling. You say, look, this kid has an energy of being that all I have to do is capture him, put some music to it, film him from certain <laughs> angles. Very easy. You know, and then, like, present him to the school, like, back and, like, look at this guy. That's it. And it has to be in earnest, you know. It'd take you one hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and everybody would love it. Like, there's no story there, you know. It's just energy. And you get to take that energy and amplify it. You know, it's an amplification method. That's it. Yeah, I have to do with someone uh, who, yeah, needs to be some trust, you know? Yeah, but you develop the trust very quickly because people would see that you're doing cool shit. And yeah, and I have to do like 10 of them. <laughs> because if I do it one, and then be like, oh, look at that guy. He's like weird. Mm -hmm. If you do 10, you'd be like, I got all of you. <laughs> Exactly. You post all of them together, or like exactly. You, I mean the. It's the whole school. Everything will unravel before you. You don't have to come up with too much. Basically, you only need like two or three ideas, because from two or three ideas, they if they're good ideas, they'll produce new ideas by themselves. It's yeah. like a tree. That's why I love. That's what you were saying today. Well, um. But no, no. Wait, I get what you mean because, like, for example, Rami, he's like, he made a video about um, an orchestra, something he did. Like there was an orchestra on campus. Blah blah blah. People loved it. He's like, oh, I need to make more videos. Exactly. <laughs> That's, That's what I'm saying is that just by doing the path unravels in front of you. It becomes like, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like that. <sighs> the film, guys, is just the fact that in my life, there were certain opportunities that I had to look at. You know, I, I was at the position where I was in financial need. 
no work, uh, really, and trying to work as a filmmaker. And here's an opportunity presented that would be a, a way to, to produce good work and to, to have a living, live, you know, and be a professional. So that's what we that's followed this one. So you just had to sit down and, um, like, say that, you know, visualize it, and, um, and then do it. I just don't know how many filmmakers there are at this age who are just, you know, and living what it. What was the what was the thing that you worked on? The, I was saying that this could be your school too. Was the one that started it, right? That it, it just present. I created a video that that produced a whole set of opportunities. Mm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so the so it just takes one video, in some sense. I, in the sense that uh, the way it could be rephrased to say is that almost all the opportunity that uh, us or a huge amount of opportunity that has fallen in front of my path has been the direct result of work that I have made. So it's to say that like, um, it's not about your personal reputation. It's nothing to do with that necessarily. Maybe it has a little bit, but the work is um, is a catalyst for more work. And that's really why I, I, I work the way I do. I could half-ass my job, but no one would ever look at the film. Right? Yeah. And I wouldn't get more work. So I wouldn't work. But if I full-ass my job, everybody wants to work with us. And then you decide, you know, okay, I, I focus my work on something else. Okay, now I'm in that position. At least I think I am. I just needed... Um, I hadn't, wasn't even thinking in these terms. I really wasn't like that. I concept of a personal project was, wh wh what's a personal project, you know? It, was, it had gone distant from me. You didn't understand it? No, I just, it was so distant to my mind that the whole idea didn't have a shape. What's a personal project? Oh, I'd have to come up with like a, an idea or something. No, now I have a hundred ideas. You know, normally it's films I want to make. Just have to make them. Um, each one is like, oh, that could, like, it's, here's, here's what I can tell you. When I start writing music, and I haven't written too many songs, but I very much clearly see this is how it works you hypothetically had the guitar in your hand for as much as you possibly could and you actively dedicate time on a daily basis to write music um, every moment outside of that opportunities will present themselves as ways of how you might use this in a song a little bit like once we have our mm. animated characters your world starts presenting itself mm. to you as ways in which you could make your characters yeah, yeah. do things no, and so just by like Hamilton start it basically start or produce and make and the road will unravel before you mm. it's a clear as day you know it's it's that's it it's all it is but most people don't realize that the only thing between them and there is doing but and then people say well I I wouldn't be able to do as well and sometimes I'm not sure what to say to that because big one part I, s I disagree I was like no and you just on the other part like what I, I know what I'm operating with is um, a combination of a, a, a type of judgment a type of competence a type of initiative a type of proactivity a type of intelligence and a type of creativity right and these are all things that I possess over and I cannot realistically expect another person to, to wield the any combination of those. I mean, yeah, you, what you identify, you've, you've identified many things in what you just said right now. 
identified what who you are what do you what value are you able to provide or what what can you do basically and then you also said how how can this fit within the context that i am in the situation so you broke it down you you, know, you tried to understand um man i see like this old man with a beard here like with a kind of like a cigar in his nose or something and his teeth oh man this looks kind of weird nice i'm <laughs> tripping man that's cool <laughs> you've identified how can i fit what i can do into what people want i and i cigar here yeah it's in his nose do you see it yeah i see it that's a fun that's a cool face man what a cool piece of art if it like if you imagine you were to draw this <laughs> as the piece of art the the other eye doesn't have uh, people no i know but because yeah, i just wanted to make sure okay um it, you know it could also you know what it is i see a i see a bird that's a beak you know mm. oh yeah it's a cool bird that's a much cooler bird than it is an old man <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of the old woman or the vase yeah it's a huge beak it's like kind of furry to me i don't know it looks furry to me. It's a furry beak. He's got like this flat brow. It's a Zach brow. <laughs> it's a Zach brow, man. Nice. Man. It, yeah. It's been a while since Zach. Yeah. No, I saw him not. Well, it's just like entering d different spheres yeah, yeah. of life. It'll always be pleasant to see him, but. We need like that's why, man. I, I don't know if I've like made my 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 hand clear when it comes to like the, the cards I'm playing, but mm. I'm I'm just trying to convert all of my friends to filmmakers. <laughs> I must be clear in my intention. I mean, I want everyone to be filmmaker because I'm gonna have much more fun, and you're all gonna have much more fun, <laughs> and we're all gonna have much more. What fun. is this master plan, man? Like, I want people to live fulfilling lives. I want to be able to hang out with my friends. I want to be able to share interests. Like I want to be able to share curiosities. Would you, would, would you say that if we lived, all of us, whoever you're thinking about, in the medieval times, that you would find a way to... to you would still uh, convince people of doing whatever you are doing because we'll all have fun together. I honestly... I think that a lot of... Uh, maybe maybe I'm not wrong, but I think a lot of who I am is also resultant of having been the different one, you know? Like, uh, day to day, every single day of my life, I experience the sensation of differentness, of uh, stand out it, standing out in some sense, and if not, making myself do so. Mm. For the sheer sport of it. <laughs> For the sheer sport of it? <laughs> I, uh, sort of, you know? I, I love to distinguish, you know, I love to be able to improve and succeed and uh, be effective. Mm. Like, uh, mental arithmetic was a sport that I took seriously, you know, I, I played with it, for example. And of course, it comes from validation loops, but we all want validation. I think it's the basic truth of all creatures. It's just about how in control you are of how you try to go about looking for that validation. You saw it in that Wes Anderson movie that even those writers, no matter how firm they were, there were there were moments of vulnerability where they're like, "Do you like it? Is it good?" Yeah, that's true. A strong story, but still under the whim of the man, of the editor. Like we are natural beings, we have to like I think 
just accept that we are, in some sense, looking for a kind of validation. And know that, for me, a validation is, uh, is not so much getting people to say, we love you, we think you're so smart. No, it's um, validation that the ideas I had produced the realities I expected, or produced good circumstances. The it realities I had produced... Imagine I'm sitting in a space where I have a couple dozen of my of close, amazing people that um, have all sort of been converted in some sense and have all are all part of a similar journey. And um, I can look at them and I can think... It was the ideas that I tried to put into the spaces that resulted in the circumstance that I see before me. If everything is... That would be, for me, that's the validation I look for. Validation that my ideas could work. <laughs> so that I'm watching them work. Mm. So I've never heard anybody express that. Like, I mean, I, I think when it comes to, look, there's um, my any attribute that I have, my appearance, my height, my nationality, my looks, my background, any of that, these are all not chosen by me. So I'd much rather be judged in some sense, in every sense, by the things I do choose, very specifically. Like my work. I'm judged by my work. My work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just the work. <laughs> Where are you going? To work. To work. <laughs> to work. <laughs> work. Now, I wanted to say, hello, hi, play tonight, but... <laughs> Ooh, it's an iPod. <laughs> That's a nice bot. Oh, it's a nice bot. <laughs> nice bot. <laughs> ooh, ooh, hi bot. I've heard this so many times, but. <laughs> so I found that these microphones have um, an internal pop filter. Exactly. So maybe you're able to keep them looking because they're pretty sexy looking mics. Yeah. You put them in your. You just have them at the table ready. You know, all you have to do is. No, I mean, the they're probably the going to be there because we don't use it much. Exactly. Turn on the podcast recorder. Click, hit record. Good morning and we're live. No setup, no any finicking with it. You know, just it's set up. Go. go. Don't have to, oh, sorry, i got to turn on my computer. Oh, i got to update. It's all there. Yeah, you up. turn on that, but turn it on and go. And you're recording. That's it. You're live now. <laughs> and you just make this like huge shrine <laughs> on the wall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like behind the table. Maybe you um the table that we have is a long uh, rectangular table. Polaroid too. maybe of everyone who sat in that seat. <gasps> man, that's so cool. Yo yo, um, <laughs> that's a great idea, man. And maybe do make him do something, you know, like Joe Rogan yeah. or something like that. I think you know, just he always has a picture of his guest. Make the space look like a fucking space. Yeah. You know, because in the end you're gonna point a camera and you want it to look good. So yeah, and you put one day of set design into it. That's basically oh, all that'll take. Yeah, not even. Not even, but just put the art on the walls that you want to see, paint the colors that you want to see. But mm. initiative, it's about proactivity. That's what I said. Like, and maybe that the proactivity is not, if you're able to filmmake at, at fast scale, you can be proactive in things that are not necessarily filmmaking, but creative expression of, of bettering circumstance. Um, yeah, possibly. That is, that is a possibility. <laughs> like, you get Peter on there and just <laughs> talk to him. Yeah, but how, okay, let me think about this. Like, how would I be able to frame? Is it your, uh, let, let's take, okay, we're taking uh, this time to be able to talk about these specific things. What would attract the the school, you know? Man, just proactivity. 
you you put the microphones down. You guarantee there will already be people who want to do it. You do it, and eventually it'll be very clear to you which parts were great. Take the great parts, share them. Mm. Just Pe- trust your your gut. Basically. People will see the great parts and say, "This is great." <laughs> <laughs> We laugh because of the, the, the obviousness of it in some sense. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. Just doing, <laughs> doing is it? This is the only thing. There is nothing else. Doing. Hmm. I was in a world of religion and. Uh, what's my thought? My thought is. In the past, uh, a lot of my life uh, was lived in knowledge in theology on a very personal but also academic uh, basis or slightly college level. And now it's like I'm living the life of opportunity and not this, not the idea of capitalistic opportunity. Opportunity is like options, basically. Adventures that stand before you. Uh, visualizations of ideas, both in my real life and in whatever I write. For example, what we do now. I think, therefore, it becomes. I think I laugh, it becomes, <laughs> you know, something like that. It, so it starts with the thought, you know? Yeah. <laughs> the thought. But what I'm saying is the expansion of the spheres of who I am, like, yeah, it's uh, different topics, different uh, existences. The thoughts that we think are related to the experiences that we have as well. And it all centralizes around this uh, foundational disposition, which is uh, a disposition that simply needed to be uh, regarded. Like, you know, you look in the mirror and you see uh, a version of yourself that just didn't, hadn't been described in that way. And with that version of yourself and that description of yourself, you're able to sort of look at it and think, well, and then the subsequent experience you've had by living through that description, you know, like the, the lived, lived experience of I'm a, I'm a curious uh, thinking person who wants to capture and love and learn and experience whatever there is I can experience. You know, that, 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 that's one sentence, you know, <laughs> that's all it is. And with that disposition, you set forth into the realm of infinite experience. Yeah, I think the, yeah, it's cool, man. I'm sure, I'm very well aware that for a lot of people, they look left and right and they do not have possibility in front of them. But a lot of the fact, a lot of the possibility they have in front of them is subject to what they know. And I believe that anybody in any circumstance, if you know the right things, you can get, you can create opportunity, right? And a lot of knowledge is freely available. I mean, I think the what it lays down to is 
the statement that you have to recognize and understand is you do not know. You do not know anything. And with that presumption of you not knowing anything, you trying something is will lead you to knowing a little bit more. Each idea comes with the curiosity of, well, I think it could work. <laughs> I feel like I'd put my money on that horse. So you could learn a little bit from what the outcome tells you. I think a good f gut feeling is like when people have a gut feeling about something is our certainty about the possibilities that might arise due to our decisions and our direct responses to them in accordance to who you are as a person. And that that would surprise somebody? No, it's just that that's that's what I'm saying. It's that's um that's what I think certainty is or uh, that gut feeling that's the definition mm. like that's a good gut feeling it's in not certain because not everything can be certain but you can like think of a lot of if this goes wrong if this goes wrong if this goes wrong or you just like if when I get there I'll you know I'll figure it out I have always solved my problems in the moment that they happen. It is, and each time the problems happen, I will learn a lesson, regardless if I had been prepared for them. And if I had been unprepared for them, I will learn how to generally set myself up so that I am prepared, without overdoing my worry or my anxiety, but understanding the nature of possibility and how I might respond to it. That's true. I mean, you encounter on uh, both yeah, professional day, you know, dozens of problems, big and small. Then you have to figure it out. <laughs> really, that's like a lot of it. It's like constantly figuring it out. We need this or we have to do this. Why can't we do this? Let's do this. Uh, <laughs> I know I have five minutes. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Three minutes. I gotta figure it out. Fuck. I gotta. Yeah, exactly. Sure. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Uh, okay, here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try. It always yields. Like, yeah. We tried We tried a lot of methods, well, different methods. Um, with the commercial, the homework plus commercial. I just wasn't catching anything. It's like, okay, let's try this. Okay, let's try this. Uh, okay. This. But then it's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you know, it was that the kids were also so ADHD that it kind of man, triggered me. It was trippy for me, man. <laughs> Seeing it, like, it was just like, what's happening here? <laughs> it was great. Yeah, man. I loved it. I, saw, I loved it. That, but the ADHD kids, man, I already do feel like, give me the ADHD kids. Let's see what oh we yeah, man! Oh yeah, yeah! You just need a—you need less than a day, man. Exactly. Like you had an hour. <laughs> like I—I I have no fear. I have no fear. Hundred percent. And that's why I think like you can turn the ADHD into focus by giving them engagement. Like something they, they give become, a shit about. They know? become like workhorses, basically. And then they re like if Out they get easily distracted. At least desire. they do good work. <laughs> the only way, what? If they become easily distracted, at least they do good work here and there, you know. <laughs> and then let them be distracted by yeah. other things. That's what life is about. Be distracted. Find your way. Think. 
a distraction is something that captures your attention due to some like <gasps> desire that you have a curiosity right isn't it mm -hmm. it must be what's that thought what's that thought hmm. hmm what about that i didn't think about that huh weed and adhd go together like it multiplies like ah, until you sort of like you have to sort of get to that point of maturity where the the power is very beneficial for you but everyone oh i it's not the strong not the point i wanted definitely if you get the learning support kids and see let me try a different version of learning support sort of teaching them filmmaking <laughs> you probably become like a an institute basically if you have a hundred people making films <laughs> and they're all great films um, and you have them then subsequently look just by doing reality will present itself it'll unravel um, just look for the there will be films that are standout films that you think this needs to be expanded okay as a group we come let's expand this team mm. and then you expand it as a team of competent people and, and because you break it down you try to people. understand think of the think of the the volume <laughs> the the reach the terabytes no but no, think of the volume of reach man like that's a lot of production that's a lot of stories that can be told especially if they become tuned and professional in how they express themselves and clean and articulate and it'll be a messy process but you think a teenager who does 30 videos in like 30 days they will learn a lot about how they express them or their ideas mm. I'm beginning to feel it is my time to retire to the slumber I think we've been here for more time than we anticipated. Really? I have no perception of time, my friend. Oh, my goodness. Um, it's uh, I, uh, pretty much... Yeah, it's an hour. Yeah, well, an hour is good. An hour is great. All right. Well, that's good. All right. Uh, Stop.